Hi, I'm Joel Gould, and welcome to another edition of the Pearls Preview Pod uh, for NRL.com. We're coming to you from the QRL studios in Brisbane. I'm here with Steve Renoff uh, for another round of football, round seven. So we're almost a third of the way through the season, Steve. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a funny old start to the season, I think, um, obviously with everything that's happened, but um, plenty to talk about this week, Joel. Oh, there's so much to talk about. With the table, we're seeing, I think, a distinction... I mean, you wrote about it in your column last week yes. how there's a top seven, a battle for eight, and the rest can please themselves. Yes. I think it really is panning out that way. Look, if you consider that Manly is in seventh position after that amazing, one of the greatest yeah. wins, club wins ever over Canberra. So what does that tell us? Yeah, exactly. It's sort of, there's, you know, there's those guys and Daylight second, isn't it? Uh, you know, the top, the top eight. Um, and it just shows where, where the comp's at and there's a big gap. Well, the Rabbits are there in eighth position. Yeah. I think yeah. the West Tigers, well, they've been a bit loose in defence. They're, they're a bit up and down. Well, and that's the thing. They're, they're, you've got to look at those things. When you when you come to that... They're ninth. Yeah. yeah you, you, you know, there's going to be a few teams, as we spoke about, uh, you know, battling out for that eighth position. Um, but you see different form, the forms of different teams. Um, it's really, really starting to sort itself out. It is, I think. I, yeah. I don't think I've seen such a gap. And... What we're waiting for, I guess, is a sign from the bottom teams. Yeah. The, the bottom eight, is any one of them going to put their hand up and say, we can dislodge one of the teams that's up above them? And I'm not seeing any evidence of it yet. No, uh, no. And, and, you know, we can go into that. And, we, you you know, we could have said two out of three Queensland teams could have been at that point. Um, but uh, that's not looking likely either. It's not at the moment. No, no, we need a big change in the in their form. We need to see a few wins yeah, before definitely. we can sa- safely predict that that would happen. Okay, Steve. Well, firstly, we'll we'll, we'll go to the games, and then as yeah. we go through, we'll talk about some of the big issues that have come out of the the last week of rugby league. But uh, Thursday night, we have um, two winning teams, uh, Panthers, uh, up against the Rabbitohs at uh, Jubilee, and uh, we're seeing. Uh, some real composure, aren't we, from the the, the Penrith Panthers? Oh, They're yes. unchanged. Uh, we saw Cleary really manage that game well. You spoke about him last week, and we do talk about him a lot, but um, up against the greatest game manager in the game, in Smith, uh, I thought he, I know they different positions, but yeah. I thought he handled that magnificently well. He did, and he, he showed that with his first game back. He, he just shows that he takes control. Um, you know, it, it seems to come naturally to him. He, he then followed that up with it. A great performance last week, and it just shows uh, how much they rely on a player like him uh, that gets you know the organisation done and then marches his troops around. I thought um, Josh Mansour. I'm really liking what I'm yeah. seeing from him. He had that terrible jaw injury. Uh, I think it was was it last season or the season before. before yeah. He seems to have got his confidence in his running game back that got him in the New South. Yeah, it, and after that it was sort of like oh you know Josh Mansell like didn't hear too much and obviously for that reason and he has and he's really excited me the last uh, few, couple of weeks. He's been really good and I like the forward pack too. Uh, Tarmow's leading really well. Kickow, Liam Martin he's a he's a beast. Um, Isaiah Yeo is really thriving in the middle at number 13. Yeah, too. look, and and I think that's um, they're, they're the teams. If they can get that roll on, and Penrith are one of them, uh, they're very good at doing that. They get that early roll on with their mobile forwards. Uh, they're, they're hard to ping back. Well, we've seen, again, Latrell Mitchell for South Sydney. Such an unselfish footballer. Like, yeah. The things you look for in a fullback, we spoke about it. It was against the Titans. But he took it to another level last week, I thought, for South Sydney. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, he's been through a lot, Latrell, but uh, 
you know, the last two weeks, uh, uh, Latrell, and that's what we expect, Latrell, and he's got to that point, you know, and for him, I, I, it was just a, a good to back up that performance from the week before. Um, and look, and there's a, you can say a lot of things about Latrell, but uh, you know, where's his heart on his sleeve? He, he's a passionate young boy, and um, he's only a young lad. So, um, but geez, he can play the game. And I think you know there was you know they talked about he's missing his family, but there would have had to been a bit of relief that he backed his l- previous week's game up with a great performance um, l- last week. So th- you know he, there would have been a bit of bit of sorrow in there, but a bit of happiness as well. Well, that's right, and uh, I, I understand he he is finding the bubble life hard uh, yes, because family's yeah. big for him. And I, I must say, I'm finding it hard. We've all found it hard oh, at times mate. as well, so we can certainly um, feel for him on that score. Without a doubt, I mean, I've, I've probably been the most anxious I've ever been through the last couple of few months. So, hmm. so it's it's a funny old time for everyone. Well, I saw um, Steve that you. Um, I'm not big on Twitter, but I did see. I do see your tweets. I saw hmm. you tweet that um, it was quite okay for a journalist to ask Wayne afterwards um, what was going on and his, his response was it's it's private matter uh, yeah. but that was his response I thought that they, they both handled themselves fine yeah. in that, that regard it's, it's up to the media to ask the question and Wayne handled it yeah. and I think from there once we know we just leave it we know what the situation is hmm. and I thought that was dealt with pretty well well that's right I mean you got Wayne speaking on behalf of someone else hmm. um, about, about a personal um, issue uh, it then you know with the, there needs to be a little bit of patience that you know, he, he he was protecting them Latrell there saying well I, you know we don't really want to go on this straight away after the game let's talk about the game um, and Latrell will come forward or the club will come forward and explain that um, you know in a couple of days and I think the CEO did from, yes, from yeah. memory the uh, CEO uh, Blake Solly I think he did speak about that so um, that's all Understandable. Let's face it. In, yeah. in these in these conditions, but credit to Mitchell, uh, the way he's conducted himself um, the last two weeks. Uh, and yes. Because it, it was always going to be a challenge, but he's showing, and I, I love the unselfish nature of his football. That he's he's more interested in in others around him, making them look good, and that's what the great players do, don't yes. they? Yes, yeah, definitely they do. And you know, he he's not always looking for the limelight. Um, you know. It just it just makes you realise he is a, he is a true footballer in the way he's thinking because that's what good footy players do. You know, they if they find the line, yet you find the line. But if if they know it's better to offload or or put someone else away, you take that option. The skills are amazing, aren't they, Steve? The, the yeah. tap-ons and the, the cut-out passes. Yeah. Hasn't he got a great instinct for football? He does, and, and that's I, I think um, his attribute. As I said, about the, not only the footy head, footy head, but he uh, he can do anything uh, with his hands. I think, Wayne, I really like um, the performance of some of his um, unsung players. We've spoken about Campbell Graham and mm. the big rap we have on him and obviously um, Braden Burns as well. He's a, he's a footballer. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like Tavita Totola. Uh, like I think he, you know, he's not a big name, but he, he played a big game last week and he's going to need to, again, with Thomas Burgess up against Fisher Harris and Tarmow. Yeah, definitely. Look, and they're the players you rely on. And as you say, Joel, um, they're the unsung heroes. But they're the ones, you know, ripping in um, out of the limelight. Well, uh, uh, you'll be very happy to know this, Steve. You're one of your favourites, James Roberts, is back. Yes. From, uh, obviously, he had a little period away from the yeah. game uh, where he had to to, um, to to get his head right. 
which he's done. He's come back to training, and now he's ready to be unleashed off the bench, which is a good spot for him, I think. I don't think Wayne could really change those centres, could he? No, not at the moment. Look, uh, Jimmy would be very happy just to be back in that team, to be honest, and he'll get his opportunity. Um, he just needs to take it um, when, when Wayne puts him out there. Okay, tip? I'm going to go to the Rabbits. Um, I, I think with, with Luttrell back in form for the last two weeks, and as you said, I, I think they're, they're hole in the middle pretty good so for me um, they got a good back line uh, and we talked about a lot of the players and so for me definitely the Rabbits. I'm tipping the Rabbitohs as well I, I, I think this is a game they can win and I think this is the best back line they can put together yes. albeit Jimmy Roberts is not in it but he is on the bench so what a great game breaker to bring on so let's um, let's see if they can live up to our um, expectation. Yes. Okay we go on to Friday night's a game another game at uh, another game at Jubilee Stadium because uh, they're giving um, uh, one of those fields a rest. I've yeah, yeah. which one yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> Gosford, is it Gosford? No, I don't think so. What's that, Jubilee? I'll have to, I've had a brain fade there, Steve. Anyway, they're, they're both... They're both Come at, on, Joel. Uh, <laughs> they're both Come at ball. Jubilee Stadium, these games, so yeah. in a row. So Friday night's um, the Storm up against the Warriors, who, big news in the week... Yeah. Uh, Stephen Kearney um, sacked early, well early in, into his contract, whilst the club is uh, away from home. I guess results over a period of time have come back to um, bite him here, but it, it, the players have spoken about being shocked and saddened hmm. and how he was the, the glue that was holding them together. So it's going to be interesting to see how they respond. Well, that's the thing. If you, if you have senior players, and I saw an interview uh, saying things like that, uh, they were shocked and... He held us together and he, he brought us all together. Doesn't all go well uh, with their performances going forward, I, I can guarantee you that. It doesn't, does it? Did no. you agree with the decision? No. Uh, no, not in, in the current circumstance, no. Unless they'd had privately talked about it. I just wonder whether there's something else going on. Um, but they said they just made a clean cut and they wanted it that way. And um, So it, it'll just, it, you know, we got to wait to hear from, from Carney and... Uh, I think there's something else at play here. Um, you know, uh, there could be a number of things, but I just think in the current environment and where they're at, it was a poor decision, to be honest. And I don't know how that. I think I think the the reaction from the players will be in the negative. You don't think they're going to uh, lift? No, because they'll, they'll take Peyton them back. out of this. No, no I don't think so. Um, you know, they're they're solid, uh, the boys and um, Stephen Carney had obviously, you know, though had respect to the playing group. So that's what you've got to remember. So, uh, And that's been ripped away from them. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I find the timing <clears throat> to, to be quite bizarre, to be honest. I, I don't understand it. I have I have read a bit about the ra- the rationale behind it and that, uh, the, that the coach was spoken to about having to perform this year. But it, it doesn't make sense when we're talking... And I'm not quite sure how this, how the payout's going to work out. I, I, we're not privy to the actual contract, no. but I've, once again, uh, there's been a few different reports on that. But it, it doesn't seem financially responsible either to, no. be, to be doing this. We're talking about being financially responsible in this era uh, where everyone has to be. And yet we're here we're looking at a, a payout for a coach as well. It, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to well, me either at of, this point. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And more than due, there's... there's multiple other teams that are uh, really around that same 
uh, same area uh, uh, with coaches uh, looking at the act. So it's going to be interesting, as you say, Joel. This you know we're looking at saving money in this time, and now there's got to be a payout. I think there'll be a couple more follow in other clubs. Well, the clubs are autonomous. Um, <laughs> I saw Peter Volandi's interviewed on um, yeah. Channel Nine on the Monday night show, and uh, he he did make that point that yeah. the clubs are autonomous, and the NRL is encouraging clubs to be financially um, prudent. But uh, I guess I did see uh, the CEO quoted as well as saying that you know they've got to do recruiting, they've got recruitment to be done, they've got a preseason starting in November. Mm-hmm. Um, which you makes you wonder how the pre-season's going to work this year with the comp going so late. Well, uh, but right. anyway, it, it, it is we are well along in the year as, uh, to what we usually would be. We'd be well past round yeah. seven at this point. So I've seen the rationale, but I'm still not convinced that it's the right thing no. to do. Anyway, they're up against the Storm, uh, who've just come off a loss to Penrith, and a coach saying, basically, we've got to be better. And, you know, when, when the coach... You know, you know the, the coach is Craig Bellamy saying we've got to figure out what we stand for as a football team. I think they might stand for something this week. I think they will. Uh, and, and that's the unfortunate thing for the Warriors. <laughs> you know, we all say Melbourne don't back up a bad performance. And just with everything, it's going to be a perfect storm, unfortunately, for, for the storm. <laughs> I think they, they'll romp this in. I think they'll win too. <laughs> big initiation for Todd Payton. Yeah, it is, you know, and uh, it, it's just, you know, uh, Todd Payton, he's a, I think he's an old Canberra boy as well, um, but it, it's going to be a massive um, effort for that team to get anywhere near beating uh, the Melbourne Storm. Hmm. Well, he's had a good apprenticeship, uh, Todd Payton. Yeah. He's been up at the North Queensland Cowboys, uh, and he knows what it takes to win a premiership, of course, yeah. in his uh, time at West Tigers, so... Uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, but I'm tipping Melbourne. Definitely. I'm expecting I'm expecting a bit more from the players though. I don't think the I don't think the the Warriors have been up and down, but I'm just expecting a little bit more from them yeah, because well, they're playing Melbourne and they always seem to lift against Melbourne. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, well, I know Melbourne's. There was a period of time where the Warriors gave Melbourne a lot of grief, but um, that they, they are a team that's capable for some reason yeah. of, of uh, over overthrowing them, but I can't see it happening. Uh, Friday night's um, free-to-air game on Channel 9 is uh, the Roosters up against the Dragons. Wow. wow. <laughs> How about... Wow. That was a game and a half last week that we saw the Eels and the Roosters. That yeah. That's the best game I've seen this year. Yeah, same. And when Sevo scored and trampled over Tedesco, I thought, and I think a lot of people thought, well, here come the Eels. The Roosters flipped that and went to another gear. They did, and that, that just shows where they're at uh, in comparison. Um, I probably thought the same, and I thought, well, you know, so many good players um, in, in that in both teams, but in the Roosters, and as you said, Joel, they just flipped that over, it slipped, flipped it on its head, and they just turned that hiccup into an attack and ran in another couple of tries and, and got away with the win. But the way they constructed that was uh, very well done. You can see they're, they're so well drilled and that they stick to it. Um, and they got so much flair to finish that sort of stuff off. Well, I was at the the game on Saturday between the Dragons and the Titans, and I, so I'd finished my work. Basically, I had I had a story to do, but I watched I watched that game, and it was just it was just like watching another yeah. competition. It was almost like it was almost like watching reserve grade and then watching 
first grade. It was the difference in the speed in yeah. those games. We've spoken a lot about the Morris brothers and they had another blindness, oh. but I, I've got to come back to why I believe Kiri should should play for New South Wales in number six jersey. The way he took the line on yeah. when the game was on the line, went through, finds court and a try. I mean, what a player he is. Like uh, We're so used to seeing it that that probably slipped through the net uh, in a yeah. way, like we're not talking about Kiri as much because we've been talking about him a lot. But in the, but, in but the past, very, but what did you make of that play? Yeah, it was. It was. It was a mature. You can see where he's at as a player. Uh, it was a mature option to do that, um, and that's what. Uh, and we'll come to other sixes and sevens in this conversation. But that, that's a good number six. That's what they look at. You know, and that's they look what's in front of them, um, and they got to create. So. When you've got a good house, good half pairing, um, you need a six to be able to do that. Um, then to put his his captain over, and so for me that was that was just probably one of the probably the play of the match. It was magnificent play mm. by Kiri. Corner there, bang, and they never look back. Well, the Dragons are coming off a win. Some good. They're up against the Titans. It wasn't a great stand at that game. Neither side really was at their best. Mm. But I'll say this for St George Illawarra that they're one six. And seven. Well, Cameron McInnes is good every week, and Hunt is going well off the bench. But I'm loving Dufty's. Um, and I spoke to him after the game about mm. this. His passing game's gone to another level. Yeah. Like he set up the first try for uh, Lomax with a nice pass, and uh, he, he had a couple of line break assists in the first half. But he's he's got a great running game. But I love that out of, out of his play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, that was a best performance from their spine um, they've mm. had this year and that's good to see because that means that'll give them a lot of confidence going into uh, this week's game um, you know whether or not that, that that's enough for them but uh, I've got to give it to them that, that was the, their best performance well yeah Norman and Clune both set up yes, tries yeah. with nice cut out passes yeah. yeah they did and it was good to see Corey Norman you know create uh, and, and not go looking for things for himself and playing with the team Exactly. I think he likes it there. I think it's clear he didn't like playing at fullback. He wants yeah. to wear the six jersey, yes. and I think that's the spot for him. Uh, I know Ben Hunt wants to come back into the seven, and I'm sure he will at some point. Yeah. Uh, James Graham has gone. Uh, we thought he was going. Uh, the, there was a lot of emotion after the game, and what a player he's been. He has been. What, uh, a, what a trooper. But he's your typical um, pommy forward, isn't he? He's tough as nails. Um, I like the way he plays. You know, He d- never takes a backward step, and He's had a great period out here in Australia, and you know it is a shame to see him go because I enjoy watching him play. Well, the thing we forget is that when he came, he was he'd already achieved so much in yeah. the Super League anyway. Yeah, and he, you yeah. know he's going back there, and I, I wouldn't back against him achieving a lot more. Yeah, without it's a, a doubt, remarkable career that he's well, had. Well, he's virtually you know no, no disrespect the Super League, but he's stepping back in comp straight away into the the British you know English Super League, so. Um, it is a bit of a step back, um, and I think he'll relish it. I'm sure it'll go well. Who are we tipping, by the way? Oh. Games uh, being played at Bankwest Stadium. Well, we got it. Who, you, who are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roosters. Yes. <laughs> I'm hopeful, but uh, uh, no, I'm not. Oh, that, I'm not that. Silly. It's obvious, <laughs> unless there's this, something happens. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tip the Dragons. Uh, <laughs> Unless there's a miracle. Uh, no, it's definitely got to be the reason. And that's no disrespect to St. George. It isn't. That's no disrespect. I would no. tip any team. The, the yeah. I would not tip any team against the Roosters. Yeah. I don't, think I don't want to make light of that, them, you know. But, no, neither yeah. do I. Yeah. I don't want to tip. I wouldn't tip against the Roosters from here on in, I don't think, unless they have some sort of form slump. <laughs> exactly. But I, I can't see it happening. Okay. Um, Saturday, uh, Cowboys versus Knights. We've got one team that 
really managed the game beautifully against the, mm. the Broncos. That's the Knights. And the Cowboys were terrible. Yeah, that that was the worst defensive performance. I, I didn't watch all of it. I've gone back and had what a look it? at it before before we did this, uh, just to get my head across it, because I was doing a bit of work at the same time as this game was on. Um, I thought that was the, the most dismal Cowboys defensive performance I've seen in a long, long time. I can't think of a worse one. 34-0. Oh. 34-0. And, and the way they defended. Still. It, it was just, I mean, there Terrible. was... I, I, I saw a couple of tries also <laughs> during the week, and it was just like... I could I couldn't even say it was like playing tag because they didn't even get a hand on a few of them. They'd gone over untouched, and I thought that just does can't happen. You know that that's and look I, I feel for them because they've hit this hole um, this so far from the restart of the season and and when you hear Paul Green talk he, he just you know he can't pinpoint it's that's a that's a tough one when you can't pinpoint what the problem is um, and so that's why I'd never be a coach and. <laughs> the you know the poor old cowboys they're at sixes and sevens they don't know what's happening at the moment so hopefully they can just turn around just for a bit of pride. Well, Reuben Cotter's the only replacement for Corey Jensen on the interchange, so um, Paul Green's basically stuck uh, with the same team. We we do know he has some injury issues, which doesn't help. Um, but I can't see them beating Newcastle. Like Newcastle dominated the Broncos in the forwards. Um, yeah. Daniel Saifidi's playing outstandingly well. Uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon was a really good in for them as well. Matout here, Glasby, Clamour, it's a great pack. Beautifully managed, that team, by Mitchell Pearce. Yeah. Really well managed. It's a, it's a good balanced team. And I think they showed last week uh, about dismantling a team against the Broncos. Um, look, Broncos, you, you would have thought, but they were just outplayed. Mm. Uh, and it was very precise, um, the way they did it. Um, I can't see the Cowboys getting close to this team um, they're only going to get better the Knights the only thing that Cowboys could take out of last week is they came back in the second yeah, half yeah they scored points in the second Tamalo half tried to lift them and Kyle felt um, did some good things they, they do have a very young spine they really a very young spine probably the youngest and most inexperienced spine we've seen at the Cowboys in a long long time so that makes it difficult and they're up against a very experienced um, spine, where all Pierce and McCulloch have played oodles yes. of games, and, and we all know how good Ponger is. Man, Kurt Mann's coming along. Well, just if they don't get them ready, uh, they, they're gonna they're gonna feel the pain because uh, pretty physical team too. They'll definitely be feeding it, feeling it afterwards. Yeah, I don't think they'll be a, they'll have a letdown either. No, the Knights. I don't get the impression this team is is about that. So I'm tipping the Knights. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. The big game at Suncorp Stadium. And we say it's a big game because uh, I think this this game for the Brisbane Broncos mm. could be one of two things. It could be a great turning point to get them on a roll to, towards winning three yes. or four games, or it could be the end of a disastrous month. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be the former and get them on a roll. Uh, we've got a, a change at the back. Tessie yes. New is um, playing fullback. Jermaine Asako is on the bench because Corey Pakes got injured today. At training, yeah, he came. did his um, a strain to peck. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, the Titans have made a few changes. I thought they'd bring back Jared Wallace. They have. He's on the interchange bench. They were very disappointing last week. The Titans, they they fought hard, I suppose, but they never really made the most of any of the possession they had. This game, it, it you'd think the Broncos should win win this game. I, I think they will, but what's got to change with the Brisbane Broncos? Well. It, it, 
there's there's a lot of things got to change. Um, I, I think we're still rudderless. I, I still think we're without a leader, uh, to be honest. And it, it showed. Um, you got boys looking at each other, um, you know, waiting for a reaction, and it just wasn't hasn't been forthcoming for the last couple of weeks. It's been very unfortunate mm. um, and very unbronco like that, that, that their play. And I, I think you got guys like Milford who need to get his ball in his hands a lot more uh, he didn't link they didn't link the two halves you know during the match and there's just a whole lot of things you could pick a whole lot of negatives with the team which is which is sad to say but that's where they're at at the moment um, oh. you know they just take a hit uh, and then it's sort of like hands up um, but what they need to do they need a reaction I keep saying this they need someone to step up and you know it, it comes down to a Milford or someone like that let's do something here to Let's do something special. Um, just have a player or a tackle that'll lift the team and bring them along with you. But they don't have any leaders. And for me, this can, this match can go either way. Um, I do. I believe and I agree with what you said about the Broncos. This is their match where they can make or break their season. They really need to come out um, on paper. They're a lot better team than the Titans, but they need to show that. Yeah, well, we say make or break. It's funny, isn't it, when you consider that they're playing the last place team in the Titans. But it, that's where that's where the Broncos are at at the moment. Well, that's where they're at. And, and me, I obviously love the club, and but I, I can't say with any confidence that they're going to beat the Titans because I just don't know. Because hmm. um, you just don't know what's going to come out. You know, is you know who, who's there tonight? You know, is it? A, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's where I'm at with with the with the team. Um, but they really need to. Be, we know they can play, um, but they haven't shown that. No, well, Anthony Seabold hasn't made massive changes. Um, look, he's he's obviously made that change, brought new in, and I I really love new in that. Uh, I've seen him play. For but when, once Tonga, again, he, he's a ball runner. <clears throat> he's very elusive. I've watched him train. He looks very hard to handle. Yeah, but once again, he's a very young player, brought into a very important position. Um, mm. So there enlightens another problem with the club with their recruitment. I know we'll go over it and go over it, but they've struck no balance in their recruiting, and um, I think that's a risk. I hope he proves me wrong. Um, but Isaaco's obviously got a lot of experience, and mate, he hasn't been playing that well. But there could have been a, a dozen—I shouldn't say a dozen—another <laughs> half a dozen players that could have been dropped for the same reason. Well, quite easily he could have. Yeah, he, yeah. Could, he could have easily dropped so other players. Howard, I think he's 19, isn't he? 19 year old, nearly. He's not very. Yeah, I'm not quite yeah. sure how old yeah, he's. Yeah, well, but he's he's a young man. Um, he? Well, I hope he goes well, but geez, he's going to be put under the pump. Mm. Okay, well, <clears throat> the Titans. Uh, Corey Thompson has uh, at the moment. He looks like he's going to come back and play. Oh, geez, he copped a beauty. There was concerns <laughs> for him um, when he got hit high by um, Pereira, and the Pereira's. Um, not playing this week, uh, Thompson. There was concerns about his jaw, but mm. that's he's been cleared of that, which is a. It was it was a fair hit. It's funny he's actually been cleared to play again. Up, he, he got was concussed out of that. Yeah, well, he's got to go through protocols. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're early in the week. Yeah, well, see. he's been named at the moment anyway, yeah. so yeah. Um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'm tipping the Broncos here. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, then we we'll read more in your column about what you think um, yeah. Anthony Milford needs to do here, but. Um, he doesn't look like a happy footballer, but I know what makes I know what makes him play a lot better, and that's when he runs. Yeah. He's a running. He said that himself. Anyway, we'll see if he can do it this week. Um, the bench is a bit disrupted too because Carrigan and Flegler are suspended. So um, Reese Kennedy comes in, 
and Jamil Hopawata on the bench. Yes. Yeah. Now, Steve, I've got to tell you, Isaac Luke today, um, he's always wanted to play for the Broncos, and he said his dad was a Wally Lewis fan, but he was a fan of yours and he used to wear you he said he played in the same position <laughs> he was, and he used to was he a little head, little, yeah. little yeah. center left center apparently oh, was he? yeah no How about I, that? I sort of I, I i'd been told that he was a fan of mine uh, when he first come on the scene so um yeah uh he had linked to one of my my nephews so um yeah so it's good I, I have heard that story I, i'm not sure if i've actually met isaac so i'll have to drop down and say good day to him I think it, it might even be up on the on our website at the moment, Steve. I'm just having a look to see if it's gone up there. It, it, it might be... Uh, uh, oh, here it is. Look, Luke fulfills Bronco's dream after idolising Renoff as youth. <laughs> there you There's go. There's a story. He's I a probably good, should have rung you for a quote. He's a good lad. <laughs> so we're tipping the Broncos? Yes, the Broncos. Okay. Saturday night, we've got the Eels uh, up against the Raiders at Bankwest Stadium. Eels uh, just shown what they need to, to, to be if they're going to be a premiership mm. yeah. force. Raiders, um, <laughs> they just couldn't score last week. They're, they're missing something. I think they're missing Bateman, personally. I love his offloads. I think yeah. they're really missing all that because he gave them so much second phase. But they've got to find a bit more spark in attack, don't they, the Raiders? Yeah. I don't think the Eels need to change too much. No. Do you? Uh, no, the Eels don't need to. They'll come out there. Ricky... Um, I, I think he'll try and change a few things this week. And um, look, they they attack really well down that left side. They had opportunities. Um, Canberra, where Croker Croker's Croker. obviously dangerous there. Yeah, yeah, he's dangerous with the ball. And and I saw they were trying to get in that ball on the outside too a couple of times. And one of them did work, but didn't equate to anything. But um, they got to persist with that. And uh, look, on any given day, we know how good the Raiders are, and they're, they're a Ricky Stewart coach team. And for me, this this, gonna, this is going to be a, one of the you know games of the round, and um, mm. I, it is the game of the it's round. Going, it's, think, it's yeah. going to be hard to split these two teams because I, I still like what the Raiders do. I mean, I know they struggled to find the try line. They slipped back into where they were, you know. I don't know, a year, eighteen months ago, um, you know, what it, where they, they did go through a period where they couldn't find the try line. Then they sort of turned that around, as you say, Bateman. Is probably the missing link there, mm. um, you know, with his second play and offloads. So, um, but I think they got good enough players. I, I don't think Whiten um, played quite as well as he did the week before last. And um, you know, you expect that to turn around this week. Okay. Well, I, I liked everything I saw from the Eels. Really, I liked their mm. grit. I still like the way they play. They just uh, probably taught a, a lesson in the ultimate professionalism of of a. A back-to-back winning premiership team. Well, it, it's around being on the ball for the whole 80 minutes, to be honest. Um, mm. And that's what it came down to is um, that go back to that match with, against the Roosters. Roosters just at that back end were still on the still you know on the ball. Well, I'm tipping the Eels at Bankwest Stadium. Yeah, I, I've gone the Raiders. I, I just think Ricky will get this team back up. Okay, we move on to um, Central Coast Stadium on Sunday. Well, that was that was Campbelltown that game. That, oh, yeah. that was the, the the memory blank I had. That that's what. So, we're not, so they're resting Campbelltown. They're resting. They're resting Campbelltown. Yeah, because of the surface. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what it was. Well, they oh, didn't do that. Back, they didn't that. do that back in the day. Debut there at the old Campbelltown. That wasn't that much chop that day. No pun intended, because it was chopped up. Was it? <laughs> yeah, the old Campbelltown. That's where I debuted, and it was like wet, and it was like oh, great debut out there. <laughs> 
this field obviously uh, is a bit better. But did you ever play? You played at Lincoln Oval, didn't you? No, no, never, never played there. No, no, never. no. West had finished playing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. No, they're out at Campbelltown. That's so right. Never got were. the tune. I think. I've, I think maybe we trained at Lincoln, but. Is that, that all? Yeah, you didn't play a midweek game there or anything? <laughs> no. No, okay. No, KB Cup or something. That was before my time. <laughs> <laughs> Only just. Percy <laughs> uh, <Percy> Knight. <laughs> okay, uh, we're both tipping um, differently there. But we go on to a, a cracker match that's had so much history. The Seagulls versus the Sharks. What a win by Manly last yeah, week. Yeah, gritty. Oh, how good. How good was In, that? You know, busted players. Um and they just dug in, and I, I think, I think Des came out during the week and said that's their best ever win. And I was thinking, well, oh, you know, it was a great win, club win, oh, definitely, cl- definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, I think Manly's yeah. had some great wins over yeah. the years. In, in nineteen seventy-eight, of course, famous for all those games they played in yeah. a very short space of time to to win. Pro- the probably in in his time there, but still, I still think they've had other great wins. But geez, they fought well oh. uh, through this match. Oh, didn't they? Some of the tackling, last-ditch stuff, Curtis and amazing stuff. Uh, that, that's what you play rugby league for, to stick up stick up for your mate beside you. And We hear about a lot, and it's it's not a cliche. It's the way, yeah. it's the way that champion teams play. They don't let the, the guy beside them down, and, and none, none of those Manly players did. You know, They, they were all uh, keppy. I thought he was magnificent uh, as well. Like They all played so well after losing, having such mm. a disastrous start to the game. Yeah, Losing well, Parker and um, also uh, Walker, and he's out yes, for yeah, a while with a out. fractured foot, uh, ankle, and now we've got Tom Travojevic on the sidelines for eight weeks. But it didn't oh. stop them. They found a way. They, they found a way, and they started that way, and I heard a bit of commentary prior, and they're very good at it about dismantling another team and just frustrating them, and they did that, and they just kept at it and at it, and they end up with a win in the end. Well, they did. They get Marty to power back um, this week, That's which a is a big one. They also get um, George Tafua back on, on the wing, and that's a big one because he's a very physical and experienced yeah. player. The only the question I have, um, and Lachlan Croker goes to 5'8". Okay. He's a good player. Yeah, he is a good player. The only question I have over Manly is you look at the tries they've scored this year, a lot of them, the majority of them have been either set up or scored by Tom Travojevic, and we, we saw them dig in, um, yeah. and I'm, they're going to have to do a lot of that because they're going to lose that attacking weapon. Uh, they've got Jake still there, uh, obviously. Um, so it's going to be a really testing period well, for no, Manly no. again. But they seem to be able to handle it for some reason. They're, there's something they're, they're made of something pretty special. Yeah, it puts a, uh, puts a probably that, a little bit more pressure back on DCE as well. So hopefully mm. he'll step up. Well, I thought he managed that game. So he managed well. it well, but I think with no, he can be a strike weapon in his own right mm. as well. So with Dravojevic out, that means he's got to be looking at opportunities. Mm. Um, you know just personally uh, about getting over that trial line. Yeah, I think uh, well, Suley's not, uh, at this stage looking here, he's not named, he's not available for this game. So he's still out with that yeah. um, injury, um, Moses Suley. So he's he's a weapon that they're going to welcome back soon. which And they're going to need him. because uh, I think. Yeah. Anyway, the Sharks uh, uh, coming off a good win. Yeah, I mean, I... Sean Johnson's copped a lot of uh, flack, but actually... I had a look at some stats that someone put up the other day, and he's actually had a pretty good season when you look at his try assists and all that sort of stuff. He, he's done well. I thought he played. It's probably his best game last week. But when you, you do say that, but once he's again... He's come under the pump, hasn't he? He has been under the pump. And the reason for that, I keep going back, because I talked about this already a few times this year about a player, is that expectation. You know, mm. 
we we I think we talked about this last week with Sean Johnson and uh, that expectation that you want to see him stepping off his right and off his left and going over for a try. Well, what he's done, he's he's pulled that back and now he's become a great playmaker, um, not just individually because we used I think we were used to seeing him. Uh, be an individual mm. effort, but now he's a bit more of a team, you know, mm. um, you know, playing for the rest of the team. Yeah, well, the, the stats I saw, I mean, I, I um, haven't seen all the Sharks games. I've watched the highlights if I haven't been able to watch them. But uh, he, he has been quite creative. So Yes. Yeah. Katoa obviously had a really good game last week, didn't he? He was yeah. he's impressive, great yeah. finisher, good to see. Um, very good forward pack still, Graham. Nakora Woods, Fafita, like you, you can't go past those guys. What's that other? What's the uh, Fafita look like? Um, what's uh, he's not a Reynolds, is he? he I'm not impressed with him. Uh, the other big front there, row, second row. There's Toby Rudolph. He's, yeah, Rudolph. He's oh. the guy that won the premiership for Redcliffe here. Remember a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had an injury. I've been with, impressed with him. Um, yeah, you know, he belted up the middle and he has a go. And I thought last week he he backed up. You know, uh, a few. Doubles in his in his sets, and I think he's shaping as a as a pretty good player. Yeah, no, he is. He's a very good player. Yeah. Uh, but this game, I think this is going to be a very good game. Actually, it's a Sunday footy in the afternoon. I'm going to tip Manly. Yeah, I I, I need I I thought about that and with Travoyevich out, but I think Manly, um, the way they're coached, yeah, that I think they'll see this out. But it'll be a great match. I think Cronulla. Will, Got, gained a lot of confidence from last week, and, and they'll bring it to him. If Manly wins six four, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mind you, we have said in the past, Cronulla are very good at those wrestles and usually win those sort of games in the past. Yeah. Um, but no, I think Manly, uh, they'll come away with the goods. Always uh, with Gallon not there, I always yeah. felt like that suited Gallon. Yeah, it did. Like it he, did. He's he played tough, gritty. Yeah, he loved that sort of thing, and that seemed to yeah. go. Through, his personality seemed to go through the team, where they were ready for the wrestle, armor, armorous yeah. of a game, you know, and get down and dirty and win. That I, I, I guess we got used to that kind of a Sharks performance. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if this Sharks team's the no. same as that. No, they're not. Um, but there's elements still of that that team in it for sure. And Wade Graham certainly epitomises that, whilst also having some great ball skills. Yeah. But I, I'm going to tip Manly. Yeah, me so. too. I just think they'll find a way. Yeah, that, that's how you describe them, really. Yeah. The final game of the round is um, the Bulldogs hosting the West Tigers. Um, Dean Pay's obviously under a lot of pressure at the moment. A lot of speculation about possible replacements for him. Yeah, he's certainly been up against it. It hasn't been easy for him. Uh, his roster, uh, the salary cap. It wasn't an easy time for him, but he took over. Uh, I've seen some really good signs from Canterbury, but they just can't. They've lost a couple of close games, haven't they? They they just can't get over the they're, line. They're, yeah, they're a little bit chunky. They can they can show a bit of um, flair every now and then, and I think they toughen up. But it's just not consistent, Joel, and that's their problem. And um, you know, watch Dino, and I, look, I I know Dino, and he's a good bloke, and um, you know, I played footy with him, and uh, we, he wears his heart on his sleeve, and he'd be shattered. Um, he, he'd be putting in 100% every week um, without the performances that he that he'd want. Yeah, well, West Tigers were brilliant in the, f- the first half last week, but oh, in yeah. their defence, they, they had a lot of injuries. Uh, Robert Jennings, uh, Musgrove and Twal all um, leaving the field, and they're all out. So Talao's in for Jennings. 
Oliver Clark's in for Musgrove, and uh, Matt Eisenhuth comes in or starts at lock for for twelve. So was that Talao? Was that any relation? That was a Willie Talao play for Canterbury. I think it, uh, he probably marked him in the, um, the grand final in '98. Might be his son. Nineteen ninety-eight. I think Willie Talao was my position centre. Hmm. Might say, I, is that right? I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure it was. I, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did do a. Um, well, if he's any relation. I did a, uh, a flashback story with um, with Wayne on that grand final and, P- and Peter Ryan as well. Even though Ryan didn't play, he was suspended. Yes. Yeah. And because uh, we we spoke about Tony Carroll. Yes. Uh, having a blinder and uh, obviously. Uh, Gordy getting the. <laughs> we're medal. getting off track here. But, yeah, uh, Gordy getting the medal. Gordy got the medal. Yeah. Actually, there's a famous photo in the a painting in the Broncos. Yes. It's in the foyer there where. Um, yes. There's a, there's a bit of meaning behind that. It's. I think it's the, you know the twenty-five photo? or the thirty-year grand final team. The twenty-five-year grand final team. Yes. And, and TC's eyeing off Gordy's medal. Yeah, Tons is looking at it longingly at that, the <laughs> Clive Churchill medal. The Clive Churchill. Gordon's neck. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But the classic from that grand final, Steve against Canterbury, was when um, uh, Peter Ryan told Tony Carroll at uh, half time he said if you don't go out there and play like the man I know you can be I will grab Springer his scissors Springer's scissors the trainer and stab you with them come out on the field <laughs> he, he need a bit of a boost every now and then TC well I went back and watched the game and I thought Tony Carroll had a pretty good first half well yeah and look I'll be honest with you I'll, Rhino I'll, was just filthy yeah. that he was suspended for that game yeah I think so yeah, yeah, it, was, it was a memorable match uh, yeah but we got off the point, and yeah. sorry, I digress. Uh, Canterbury up against the West Tigers. Uh, who do you think is going to win? This I, game? I think the Tigers. Um, unfortunate for Dino and his boys. I, I just think uh, you know the Tigers. They put together a great first half last week, and there's no reason why they can't do that again this week. Yeah, it's hard to go past them, isn't yeah. it? I love Dewey. He's a, been yeah, a great, Dewey. great buy for them at fullback. Really smart. That, that was magic. I, 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 I think he's a player. How mature, and I know a lot of people have talked to him, but Harry Grant, um, what a player. Um, I, you know, when he first came on the scene, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, he's young, yeah, everyone's talking him up. But I tell you what, he's only gotten better and better. Um, he's not that old, and he's got a great you know future ahead of him. Well, it's pretty frightening to think that he, he could go back... Well, frightening for the opposition because I think the Melbourne Storm intend to have him back next year. Yeah, well, that's the, the and, talk. And his game sense, all the skills. He's got all the skills. He can do everything. He's, so does that mean... Tough, that, but... Does that mean Cameron Smith's pulling the pin? Uh, you think that was all part of the plan? Well, I don't know, if, you, I don't know if he's pulling the pin. Certainly part of the plan, a succession plan. Yeah. But uh, I think he's going... Could be going back there even if Cameron Smith does play. Hmm. I just... I just had On. A, yeah, I just thought I had a bit of a thought there. Uh, that was part of their plan. Let him go, bring him back. Well, it is part of their plan, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah exactly. But I'm saying, does that mean you might see Smithy step aside? Well, we uh, could. Yeah. He's um, They're not going to rush him. No. Uh, but he'll make a decision in the coming months, I yeah. guess. But I just think it's incredible to think that the Storm uh, <laughs> have had this young fellow who underneath Smith who seems to be... He seems to have a lot of the qualities that Smith has. Mm. Is he a Queensland? Harry Grant, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, he went to school up at St Brendan's College, oh, thank up God in um, Yapoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of um, Terry Hansen, uh, oh, one okay. of his proteges. Very good. The great Terry Hansen. Uh, he's produced so many great players for Queensland. <laughs> yes. Matt Scott, Ben Hunt. Out of out on. of Brennan's. Yeah, he's out of St Brendan's. Yeah. Julian O'Neill. Did he have Julian O'Neill? Yes, he would have. I think he did. 
big jewels. He's had a, he's had a lot. He does. He Danny, actually, ba- Danny Bampton, right back to him. Is yeah. it was it Bam- Danny Bampton? Danny Bampton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, um, I've met Terry over the years. Yeah, he's an old school coach, yeah, but a yeah. very good one. I mean, he, he coached Kurt Mann yeah, as okay. well. There you go. Yeah. There's been oh, we've taken photos of uh, the Queenslanders that have come out of. Um, St. Brand- Brandon's is Brand- a long list. Yeah. It's very impressive. Yeah, I'll, I can tell you too. There's there's a lot of other players who thought they should have um, played for Queensland that that come out of Brandon's as well. That didn't. <laughs> yeah, that didn't. <laughs> I'm just taking a shot at them. I know a lot of them, but Dave but, Taylor's yeah, but, another one that did. Yeah, Dave Taylor. There you go. Yeah. There's plenty of them. Yeah. Well, Terry uh, tells a story about Dave used to get bullied at school. Yeah. What about that? <laughs> you told me that one. Well, I shouldn't laugh at Dave. But yeah. Well, Dave was—he was like a big kid. Yeah. Exactly. He's this lovable um, big kid when he was at school. Yeah. And, um, he, he's a—he's a good. He man. wanted to be Darren Lockie. He wanted to—he wanted to be a five-eight. I think he showed that even late in his career. He wanted to be Darren Lockie. He didn't mind putting it on the toe, did he? He didn't, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'm I'm also tipping the West Tigers. Uh, I can't yeah. see Canterbury um, winning the game. Uh, no, I just think that Madge has got the West Tigers up for. I think he's laid down the law here with mm. um, when he when he dropped Benji. He basically, yeah. basically said, "Look, I am not accepting anything less than a hundred percent." And I'm not saying Benji wasn't giving a hundred percent because I think he was, but he sort of sent a message with that decision. Sent a message. Brave, brave decision. Well, the thing is they reacted in the positive mm. sense then, so you mm. can't argue it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had question mark, and I think you yeah. did too, yeah. over whether West Tigers could score the points without Benji Marshall, but they did. You certainly showed that last week. Yeah. Okay, Steve, well, thanks very much for your thoughts. No worries, uh, John. And uh, we'll be back next week to see see uh, how our tips went. No worries.